Do you like it? Yeah. It's pretty, yeah? Yeah, it's very you. It looks like a mayonnaise. Mayonnaise? Mayonnaise? Hey, y'all. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest. And I'm Samilia. Thank you so much for joining us again. We are so happy to have um, our fellow Runway Project Runway fans and those of you who are also simply curious about the goings-on of this long-running, award-winning show. So um, we are at the end of September here, and um, I, I want to mention, so as some of you may already know, that means New York Fashion Week has come and gone in real time. Um, in Project Runway time, though, we are not even halfway there. So um, we are on episode six, and I think it might still be maybe springtime or the beginning of summer. Um, yeah. And so I'm I'm here in New York, and Samelia is in Memphis, where they have mm-hmm. had their own groundbreakings in fashion. And so I want to give you, Samelia, a little time of updating us about uh, what's going on over in Memphis and at the Memphis College of Art. Absolutely. So we just officially launched our fashion design certificate program, which began last night was the the first evening of classes. And it's a course that's going to run for nine months. And I'll actually teach my portion, which is the, the business of fashion in March. And it's a really great program. I'm so excited um, just about all the students that are there, the you know, all the professors and everything that they're going to get out of it. So Yay. looking forward to it. Yeah. Cool. And we um, will have a link to the program page in our description section in our links um, section of our description page. Um, and also speaking of our links sec- section, we also have links to our cheat sheet for this week so at the portion of our show where we're talking about the actual looks on the runway we have a cheat sheet so that you visually can see what the designers made and what rocked the runway and um, don't look now because we have them split into highest scores lowest scores and a strong safe crew so um, you don't want to spoil that until we're absolutely there um, and then also check out links to subscribe to the show and other updates that we are going to put there for y'all. So, all right, great. So um, let's get started. So we have yeah. the, um, what I, well, I guess would be the epilogue or the prologue or whatever happens before the show. And we, I think we're on the roof of the box hotel with the, with the models and Tim Gunn. I mean, mm-hmm. but it also looks like a bunch of roofs I've been on in Brooklyn. So I'm not really sure specifically where they are. But we, we're, we're cutting back and forth between the rooftop and the designers getting their challenge on the runway from Heidi. And so we have the models on the roof. They're taking a bunch of selfies with Tim. It's and so um, cute. I was wondering what you thought of this because, I, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know, I don't really like selfies. I think. Too many selfies are a sign of something that's not. Um, if you have too many selfies on your Instagram account, then it's just kind of like, huh, I wonder what's going on there. There's a lot of pictures of you on there. But I realized, so I also I followed Tim Gunn on Instagram and he doesn't really put a lot of selfies. He, it's mostly photos of him fencing because <laughs> he <likes laughs> he's a fencer. And so I thought it was really cute as well like just to kind of see the the model's selfie game 
but mm-hmm. um, still a little disturbed by selfies in it, general. It's, you know, I I completely understand where you're coming from, but it is an art. It it really you can't just like without your phone with you know try and do a selfie and just mm-hmm. expect greatness, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I also believe like you post what you love. Right. You photograph what you love. So <laughs> maybe people who post a lot of selfies have a greater dose of self-love. Yeah, I don't know. They really, really love themselves. <laughs> but also, I mean, it is it's sort of a business, like especially if you're in the model industry. Yes. People want to see. I mean, people want to see you regardless. Like I, I have noticed that if I ever post any photos where I'm in the photo or it's a picture of me. And it gets more likes. People yes. are just, they relate to that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Um, yeah. So they're, they're, give, they're helping Tim with the angles and, you know, finding his lighting. It's really a nice kind of flip of the mentor session. So we have Tim who's mm-hmm. a mentor and we have like the models who are mentoring Tim on how to do this thing that obviously makes him really uncomfortable. And I always love it when Tim is a little out of his comfort zone because he just also seems really game for doing new things, <laughs> all the ridiculous things they make him do on the show. He's like, fine, sure, whatever, it's fun. Um, yeah. So, so um, essentially, um, th- there's like a little back and forth. So Tim and Miles are sending Heidi these selfies. And then I think a, a producer, he has headphones on, one of the crew members comes through and just like, Heidi, Heidi, oh my God, Tim is literally, literally blowing up your phone right now. And so she's like, oh my God, Not what's going on? And it's like, no, 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 like literally. <laughs> hey, hey, remember your lines for the sketch, Heidi? Remember? And so Heidi's like, Oh my god, what's going on? I'm giving the I'm giving the designers their challenge, but not really. And so she sends him some selfies back and uh Basically, Heidi does what all she always does. She's like, I'm going to just introduce you. But then Tim's going to give you the for real, for real challenge on this rooftop, probably in Brooklyn. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. in Brooklyn. Yeah. So we switched <laughs> to Brooklyn. Uh, I'm just saying it's, it's in Brooklyn and they're on the roof and they get to um, see the models lined up with Tim and the models are, you know, in their clothes, whatever. They're not dressed in. But we saw them in the first episode, what I would call like the model uniform, which is just blue jeans and a very generic black tank top. You see them wearing colors and obviously they dress themselves. I would say obviously. And so, <laughs> I mean, I hope they did. You know, why, why would you stage this too, Project Runway? Why would you give them something to wear? Don't style them. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> so Tim introduces the challenge, which is to have the models as their clients and they, the designers must design a streetwear look for the models. But there's also that selfie Instagram um, component. Cause there is a social media promotion part of this challenge where the, the design will be photographed. So the model will be photographed in the designs um, in the designer's outfit and it'll be posted to social media with the hashtag models off duty. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So Tim brings up that important point of that when the models are even off of work and when they're not in their model uniforms, that self-promotion on social media is extremely important for them, especially. So, um, yeah. What do you think about this? Because we've had models as clients before, but it's been a while. It's been a really long time, I think. Yeah, I don't even 
when when was the last oh my gosh you mean, what do i what do i think of the challenge or yeah the, the challenge or, or the models being control of this one and this i think it's an added twist because we kind of get them as clients but it's the added twist of these women that they've been working with for for a while and women who are also in fashion yeah i love it i think this is i mean i had you know, I, I got so many hearts for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I felt like even when the producers or whoever asked Brandon if he had a, a crush on one of the models oh. and you know, like his response, I'm like, ah, so cute. Like I kept saying that the whole episode. I was annoying myself. I love <laughs> like, it. It's so cute. It's so Tim funny. The models. <laughs> I, I, I really loved it too. I mean, so the last time I remember we had models as clients was in season one. And um, it was pretty wow. notorious because uh, it was also a wedding dress challenge. So if you think all the way back to season one in 2004, and mm-hmm. it's not only were they the clients, but just like, oh, these are young women and you're going to make their fantasy wedding dress. I mean, it was an added level of pressure because, yeah. you know, you have these young ladies and but then the pressure of have, having to deal with a client and the challenge that I would think I think the original challenge was to navigate your own aesthetic, your style and your vision and just to kind of control the design process while you're with mm-hmm. a client who's also dealing with something that's very emotional. And so I right. think this is a little less emotional, but it's still extremely important because it's also their careers in a way mm-hmm. and um yeah i thought that, no go ahead did did the models choose the designer in that one as well in the first episode yes or i mean the first season yes okay. they did they did oh and that's also the the twist so in right. this one the models also get to choose so <laughs> i know that that yeah oh man yeah <laughs> I, you know, and I didn't think that that would be such a big deal. And I, and, and I think mostly because these designers are pretty strong this season and Mm -hmm. there are some obviously obvious choices that were being made, but I kind of thought, you know, if you're chosen last, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you're the worst. I don't know. I'm just, you know, outside of the fishbowl, but, um, and also I wanted to bring up real quick that producer question to Brandon and mm-hmm. whether or not he's crushing on one of the models. Seriously, they're trying to get him in trouble. Yeah. They really are. Which is just yeah. like, leave him alone. You see how red he got? <laughs> he just laughed it off. I can't answer that. He's like, he got well, red. I got a girlfriend. Lisa. Yeah. Lisa, stop. why, why so are you asking cute. me? Like, leave me alone. Or Judy. I can't remember the producer's name. He, they. I love that. You know, whatever. It's fine. It sounds like the crew is really great on the show. Just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I love how how much this episode, this challenge empowers the models, like just seeing so and hearing so much of their voice. I'm like, it, it was really refreshing. Mm-hmm. We get to see a lot of their own style and them dressing, but also in the way they've chosen who they want mm-hmm. to work with. So um, I believe we have the first one is Jasmine, who was Margarita's model from last week. And she chooses Samantha as her, she's the first one and Samantha's her first choice. And Mm -hmm. so we find out that Jasmine really loves Samantha's personal style. And Jasmine's personal style is this, she calls it a hipster grunge vibe, which of course, I don't think you would ever get from 
the clothes that they wear into the workroom. Yeah, you'd never know. I would have never guessed that. Never. I also wouldn't get that from the outfit that she was wearing on the rooftop. The only grunge thing was she has a choker and a leather jacket. But that's Mm -hmm. about it. Um, But I can kind of get it. I think it's it's really interesting that she has this... um, and I would say that that uh, she has this really nice silvery romper thing on, and it's like the glam side of her grunge aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So I'll just say who chose who, or yeah, who chose who? That's right. Who chose whom? And yeah. I'm going to start with <laughs> the with the models. So if you're not familiar with the models' names, then um, pay attention because I think this is also important. We usually get the designers' names, but we rarely get to know the models by name. And we've already mentioned a few um, this mm-hmm. past season who are some standouts, but we're going to hear all of them. So Jasmine has the designer, Samantha. Misha um, chooses Kintaro. I'm trying to pronounce the way she does. Kintaro. Uh, Sunita chooses Kenya. Christina chooses Margarita, which is, which was my personal dream team because they're t- my two favorite people on the show. Um, <laughs> Colleen chooses Brandon. Laris, who is also one of my favorites, and I think our favorites as well, um, yes. chose Michael, who she modeled for last week as well. Um, and I think the next one is Marsha. See, I missed. Oh, they went no. so fast. I know Amy was next. Yeah, I think Marsha chose Marcia... Amy. Okay. Okay, good. Thank you for filling that in because I realized I'm like, yeah. oh. And um, then Botany. Was... Yes. And then uh, Monique chooses Botany. And we Got know Monique, it. she was with the winning design the first episode. Uh, Janine chooses Sean. And Lena chooses Ayana. And then Sean, S-I-A-N, chooses Claire, which is interesting and they were also paired up last last uh, episode so (laughs) so yeah i mean did you have any thoughts about any of these pairs at just from the get-go and also uh, to let you know they get to sketch together on the street so we have them interacting and tim tells them go on the street because you're going to make streetwear so you need the street so they go on the street (laughs) (laughs) So during the sketch time, what did anything stand out to you with their interactions or what the clients slash models wanted? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I was kind of bouncing all over the place because mm-hmm. I, I was really just vibing off of their um, just the like the interactions of the like their friendliness mm-hmm. i guess how you'd say it um and just seeing the models in this perspective like for one with christina and margarita they just seemed like really great friends yeah like they were just kicking it back or whatever um and i loved that it seemed like they were um gonna have a really cool design in the end i honestly i thought it was funny misha and kentaro Mm -hmm. (laughs) because she was describing what she wanted and kentaro was like yeah i want to make you this like um clean like modern beautiful homeless something i was like what (laughs) like wait what homeless (laughs) Like clean and modern, but beautiful and homeless. I was like, oh my goodness. So at that point, I was like, 
confused and intrigued yeah, <laughs> because I was, like just seeing his sketch i, I was like know. well that looks good because i know <laughs> but, i was like um, i don't know if you know I'm what a little dirty of homeless, homeless looks portion. like <laughs> yeah because i just because I mean, really... the homeless people in memphis <laughs> <laughs> and of course in new york we have all kinds of homeless people like i have seen very right. well put together homeless people but um <laughs> I, I, you know, he was, he was just like, I, yeah, he was like, I want you to look a little dirty and homeless, but clean and modern (laughs) homeless. I was just laughing. I literally wrote hashtag what? (laughs) I also wrote LOL on my, I never write LOL on my notes, but I was like. I never write hashtag what? Cracking up. Gosh, but I kind of love it because he has this way of saying things and leaving people just dumbfounded and it's always funny. So it just takes you off guard, like. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then wait, wait, what? <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, it, I mean, okay. And so that that pairing, I actually wish that they had spoken in Japanese to each other. I love Man, it when they I speak know. in Japanese. I didn't, or maybe they just didn't show. I, I yeah, know. I they speak in Japanese. Yeah. I was like, I don't mind subtitles. It's just, it's really wonderful. Because yeah. I think it's also nice that he's able to speak to someone and in Japanese mm-hmm. and you know she needs the practice so like yeah you know, oh, come on I love that. more more Japanese the better um, and I, th- I think I saw him blink I, I you know what I've stopped noticing whether or not he's blinking <laughs> or not I'm less creeped out and it's been this episode it's because of this episode I'm less creeped out by Kintaro like I just yeah, I don't it, he he does seem more yeah personable. he seems like less like someone who might or just like sort of like rise up in my backyard and just stare exactly. at me through the window oh it's less my creepy. goodness girl he's less now creepy. i'm gonna have nightmares just saying that's <laughs> what i think about sometimes <laughs> um i did want to point out um so jasmine and samantha they're the first ones i think that were featured in this little segment here mm-hmm. and it's um what I really loved about it is that Samantha is getting affirmed and and by especially by a model who I don't think anyone would think that anything of anyone's style. But I think especially Samantha, who thinks that her style is so esoteric and mm. is always concerned about whether or not like, oh, will they understand me? And and, you know, we we heard a little bit about her background last episode where she grew up feeling very different and um and and like an outsider and we have jasmine who's like oh my god i've been watching what you've been wearing and i want you and i love it i love your personal Mm -hmm. style and i was just like oh this is exactly what the judges have been saying this whole time that your personal style samantha is amazing and i and i just really like that she heard that from someone but i didn't like her sketch so she's talking with jasmine and she starts sketching. She's like, oh, my gosh. So let me just sketch this out. And I was like, oh, that looks exactly what like what you're wearing now. And I was like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And then they started showing her portfolio. And I was just like, OK, all right. But I I, I was just kind of worried from there just because I was like, OK, are you going to because you like Samantha's style? Is Samantha going to wear going to basically sketch something that we've already seen her in? Um, mm. I was a little concerned right um but on the other hand and and sort of in the same situation between sunita and kenya so kenya has is on our bracket um so samila and i have um uh share kenya on our bracket right 
It's King, yep. right? Okay, good. Yeah. So um, she's had some confidence issues and she still has confidence issues. But when she was speaking with Sunita about what she was going to sketch and Sunita was like, oh, you know, I like, um, you know, I don't, I think she said like something that's like, that's sophisticated or, or, or menswear inspired. And, mm-hmm. and King was like, Oh, I've seen, I've been in New York for a while and I've seen these tailored pants and she starts sketching these pedaled shoulders. And Sunita is just like, I don't know about those shoulders. And then Kenya just goes, trust me. I was so happy to hear that. I was like, handle your clients, <laughs> Kenya, handle your client. She's like, yeah. trust me, girl. <laughs> that was her. I'm the designer kind of hat where she's like look mm-hmm. we're gonna do it and I even if she didn't feel on the inside because she has been having issues I I wasn't turned at that moment where I'm like oh all of a sudden Kenya's confidence I was like I think she's projecting it and she yeah. at least she knows how to do that and I was just like oh I love that I love that part yeah because I thought I love the sketch I thought this the little petaled shoulder she showed man to I was really unsure nice. I, I was unsure about the sketch I trust I was her. like I don't know if that's the direction to go mm. I, I, I trust Kenya. I trust her. I saw yeah. that and I was like, that is a fashion of that outfit in a way. Like that is going to be the mm. the custom element because she was just mm-hmm. sketching pants and a vest. And I was like, sure, that's fine. But the pedals and, I, and I'm sure she's able to do it. I mean, she can. Yeah, I don't know. I just trust her. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the other thing that I noticed was um, a little controversial and also I don't really like to talk about the twins but I'll bring up Sean and um and and her client Janine and oh yeah so they interact and so Sean um is basically inspired by what her model is wearing and is just like oh let's just do exactly what you're wearing and um so what is Janine wearing? Janine is wearing this halter baby doll like top with tiered layers and um, sleeves that I call Brandon like straight jacket sleeves. And it's <laughs> to me, it's a really interesting top. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of fabric. Um, there's there's some gathering there. And then she's wearing these crop pants with Adidas shoes. And so she has clearly her own style, but the mm-hmm. top is I thought was gorgeous and looked great on her. Yeah. And clearly Sean also likes that. So she starts sketching something very similar to that top. <laughs> and then <laughs> asks her if she wants she's like, "Would you like maybe like a a full-length pant, if you will?" Oh man. Or would you like it cropped? And then she asks like, "Would you like it cropped?" And then the, the camera tilts down to show that Janine is wearing crop pants already already so she's like yeah basically make what i'm wearing right now because i like that and it's it's just anyway that that's Mm. just you know yeah (laughs) it's very off yeah she she just cheated that's all (laughs) uh yeah i mean (laughs) It's it is okay. We'll talk about she that. She just more. I'm revamped. She just mm. mushed together yeah. their two basically. Outfits. She's like, you like you picked me because you like me, and I have you, so I have to take something that I like from you. Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> um, and also turning to the other twin, um, Claire, who's working with Sean, the model mm-hmm. and slash cl- client, and Sean's. I don't know if anything. Um, 
what stood out to me here is how she started her her um her pitch to Sean and she says something like well you know people these days really like jogging suits so I'm gonna make you something like a jogging suit and I'm like wait what do you like to make what is your I said it Claire what are what are you known for and did you even ask her what what about my designs do you like and what have you seen from my designs that you appreciate or what would you like to incorporate from what I already do but the right. problem is the only thing I think of when I think of Claire's aesthetic are bright colors and she's not even consistent there. But other than that, I don't really know what she is really into other than what's already being made like trends. So she's a trendy designer, I would say. Yeah. What, what did Sean specify that she was looking Oh, looking for she was I, like I didn't write that down. she's like anything comfortable and oh, okay. dark colors like grays navies blacks you know dark <laughs> colors <laughs> anything boring just just you know those things <laughs> different shades of grays and I was like right. oh man Claire's in trouble because her whole thing is bright colors and you know yeah. so that's all I know about what she's into are the bright colors so I, I had, I did notice that I had to keep shifting my mindset of what I like to wear if I'm, you know, in off duty, mm-hmm. quote unquote, whatever. Um, because obviously these are, these are models and their off duties looking <laughs> way different than. <laughs> Wait, well, what is your off duty? So my off duty is some um, just some jogging pants and wool socks doesn't matter if they match or not but they that is a year-round staple okay wait wool, wool socks, socks in the summer girl i got i got <laughs> i've got a drawer full we just talked about how hot it is in memphis handy. and you're wearing i don't know i don't like to just walk barefoot around i don't know it's just it acts it adds an extra layer of comfort <laughs> to have the wool it's socks. so hot <laughs> So well, we keep right our now. place really cold, so uh, it, it makes sense okay, in that realm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I say that because when I was watching Michael and Lyris, I was like, wait, this is, this is your off-duty? I know. Look. Did you I write down so her confused. quote? I'm like, wait, but it looks like you're going out, girl. Did you write down <laughs> her quote, what she said her off-duty look the is The world like? is her runway. Yeah, I was like, oh, my. No and wonder she's a queen. <laughs> I know. And then she, she was like, well, you know, what I like to do is basically Beyonce in concert, but on the street. I was like, oh, that my is goodness. so much That's work. What I, was, I think I hit the floor at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is a lot of work. I Beyonce know. in concert, but on the street. So but she she is just so effortless though. Yeah. Like it do, she doesn't even make it seem like work. It just seems like, oh yeah, I woke up looking like this. <laughs> <laughs> if there were any one person who woke up looking yes, it would be Lyris. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, so um my hair is done, lashes are in, makeup's done, you know. Yeah. I mean and so I also I follow Lyris on Instagram. So do I. And <laughs> <laughs> we're Lyris fans. 
obviously. And so she um, posted this thing the other day about her workout routine. She works out with a trainer in the morning. And um, and again, I this was before this show aired or this episode aired. But I had the thought of like Lyris's Instagram social media game is really great because mm-hmm. she took the time before her workout started to kind of like survey and like, hey, guys, I'm about to work out. This is my trainer, la, la, la. And they had this really funny rapport back and forth where he was cracking jokes and she was cracking jokes like, Oh, you always kind of like try to, you know, get me to do such and such. And like, you know, whatever. Um, it was just funny. It was really funny. It was, you know, whatever, it's fine, but she works hard <laughs> and, and it doesn't, you're right. Like she just wore that really amazing green outfit. And I would say that I liked it better than what yeah. Michael made for her. We'll get to that later, but like, she just looked amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any anything else um, between the sketch time on the street? Uh, nope. I think that was it. Okay. And what I also think is interesting is that I don't consider any of these designers streetwear designers. Last season we had some obvious choices, so I thought right this season was really interesting seeing them go back and forth because I don't know I I. I would say maybe the the closest designer to streetwear would have been maybe Kudzanai, who's no longer here. Um, mm. But everyone else was like, hmm, let's see how you guys are going to do. So we're off to mood. And they're running around crazy. And uh, mm. I would say straight off the bat, you know, haste watch. But also Margarita got a bunch of prints that I don't like. And uh, Marguerite is my, you know, I, I really like her a lot. And she doesn't usually work in prints. Um, but when she was consulting with her client model, Christina, she was just like, oh, okay, you know, I'll, how, what what about like a print? And I think Christina was like, you can put me in all prints, every print. I just want all prints. I can do it. And so what I've got from this is the prints were all interesting and they, they to me, didn't look well together but I didn't hate them but I just kind of liked that she was working in this way and sort of in, boldly I would say mm-hmm. for someone who hasn't really worked in prints um, but yeah anything that stood out um, I like the fabrics that that Sean is picking actually mm-hmm. even though even though they're pretty much the same as what she chose last challenge. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, yeah, if she didn't always just choose sort of the easy way out, I, I, I do see her as a fairly strong designer. So anyway, I liked, mm-hmm. I liked the fabric choices that she had. Okay. Okay. Good. And I liked uh, Kenya's fabrics too. Actually loved, I loved her fabric choices. Oh, because yeah. they were kind of quirky, but I was like, okay, yeah. Like I was starting to get excited. Yeah, at I, this point, and I thought that the what she chose was she describes it later as a like a one hundred and one Dalmatians type of print, uh-huh. but it, it also looked like the black and white version of what I also call her uniform leopard scarf. Yeah, what she had on. Yeah, she wears a scarf all the time, and it sort of is like the white black and white version of that mm-hmm. um, I was a little put off by the color green she chose because it was like oh she wants emerald green and this is emerald yeah, and I was like I did, it did not look emerald to me in mood so really? I, was, I was a little worried yeah like the green was not 
I warmed up to it, I would say, but in mood, I was a little worried. It's like, I don't, I, yeah. I think that the green is a little muddy. It's a little too um, close to forest green, but uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. So let's go into the workroom. Um, and we have Tim make his uh, normal marching orders for everyone, giving them the timeline. Um, they have until 1 a.m. <laughs> to work. <laughs> and uh, someone cheered. There's like, yay, we get to work until 1 a.m. this morning or tomorrow <laughs> morning. Yay. And uh, but he announces that he's going to come in with the models for a critique and a fitting. So when he comes back, they'll have some time to um, consult with the models. But then afterwards, he's going to leave and actually let them fit um, with the designers. So we we finally get a little bit into what the designers are making and the, the, the types of materials they're using and their design um, ideas are are flushed out a little bit more for us. And mm-hmm. um, I I kind of liked the idea that Kentaro put put up about him mixing American fashion with uh, with with Japanese aesthetics. So he's going to make like some denim pants with what he called mm-hmm. Hikana pants with our, uh, which I think are a part of um, is a type of an aspect of a kimono of a kimono. And yeah. um, Samantha's making a battle vest. Oh, which I love. She's like, I'm going to make her a battle yeah. vest. It's like, what? That's amazing. I love I it. I love her sketch. Oh, loved it. So much. Also, I love the, I love what she calls these, like what she's making. It's like, it's not just a vest. It's a battle vest. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. I um, yeah. But anything in this, these first moments leading up to uh, the critique that stood out to you? Um, you start to see the beginnings of some tension between the twins. Oh, what tension? <laughs> <laughs> oh tension you say perhaps oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh you, you what what do you mean um such as and so, and so forth <laughs> chip chip i don't know all of their like working together you i mean you see sean pulling claire a lot or i guess that's just the what we see mm-hmm. um on this end is sean is asking claire every two seconds like oh can you help me with oh what do i what should i do oh should i cut this here so it's yeah. you, you don't really see claire getting to spend as much attention on her own garment yeah so it is and then I'm... you see the frustrations on on their faces especially when like with sean when claire's like oh just give me two minutes or mm-hmm. whatever and sean is like tapping her heel you know yeah. like come on already like girl better <laughs> yeah i kind of i i didn't write much about this i realized like it's just kind of because i think in a, in a way it's sort of painful to watch because mm-hmm. um i i don't like either of them i don't personally i think they're both awful human beings and i think in the midst of everything besides being an awful human being i think claire actually <laughs> is talented <laughs> and skilled <laughs> And um, but what's what's what I feel sorry for her is, is that she's not able to say no because they have these, you know, they're twins and, they, and they're also business partners and they have mm-hmm. a, clearly a, a, a I wouldn't say it's dysfunctional. They have a functional dysfunctional relationship in a way. 
Yeah. And so it's yep. like, yeah, That's they have this. a great way to put it. Yeah, because I was like, what what does it mean when you're codependent, but it's working out somehow? Yeah. But it's still unhealthy. It's like an unhealthy functional relationship. Yeah. And what I think is sad is that we have Sean, not Sean, Claire, who has Claire. the hair. Claire saying, oh, you know, I just want to have the most time I can to spend on perfecting my design. I just have to focus on what I'm doing. And then you have Sean just yelling like, Claire, can you help me with this? Can you, can you like put the zipper in for me? Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'll just do that for you. And then I'll go back to perfecting my design. And it's like, Claire, can you know? I was like, okay, I'll do this. And I'll go back to perfecting my design. Like you have no time because Sean right. keeps calling you out. Anyway, whatever. We could go all day on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we get to see a little bit of what the other designers are doing, but I feel like they spent a lot of time on the twin B role for this segment um, mm-hmm. I do want to point out that Brandon is tea dyeing. It looks like he's tea dyeing his, yeah. his clothes. I don't, I, I don't yeah. know where he got that dye from, but it looks, it looks like tea. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I think he made it. <laughs> he obviously has done this many, many times. And, uh, also just a random note, Amy, we, cause we don't really get to talk about Amy ever cause she's always safe, oh, yeah. but I would like to say that in her talking heads, like in her uh, confessionals, she is amazing. Like she has this really wonderful posture and she just looks very dapper. Just want to say that. I I just like her talking (laughs) heads because she's always spot on as well. Yeah. um, When she's making comments about people. Um, Well, she's the adult. She is. Yeah. (laughs) She has a suitcase filled with wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Those that those are her words. Right. Exactly. So. Well, it feels like only five minutes have passed, but then Tim comes in with the models for a critique. And um, yeah, so we, we get to see them all interact and sort of explain to Tim what they discussed on the street. And we open with Kentaro and Misha and they get to speak a little bit in Japanese through this part, part, I think when Tim leaves, but um, but I think it, it, it goes pretty well. It's it, it was um, um, a pretty straightforward critique and, and mm-hmm. nothing scary is happening here. Right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> During this critique session, Sibelia, is there anyone yes. that stands out to you? Because I, I have some things to say, but I, I, I want you to, to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, I'm I'm looking through my notes here. <laughs> I mean, I can I can say more. I you know I okay. When Sean when he gets to Sean, <laughs> the things that I wrote. <laughs> what did you write? I wrote like emojis. I never do that. This is so weird. Um, I just wrote a big oh no. Yeah. Yeah, I and would, then, and uh, I would say that. So Margarita, who is of course, um, a, really funny, but also very spot on in her confessionals, um, kind of says what a lot of people were thinking that she basically is making a knockoff outfit. So as she's explaining what she's making to Tim, Tim says something. He, she's like, oh, so you know, um. This is this is Sean speaking. Well, I um, looked at what 
uh, Janine was wearing. And so I, I kept the the color scheme. And uh, and so I think Tim. So. So Tim's reaction is like, oh, OK. She's like, yes, we are we are melding, if you will, our two styles together. And he's OK um. with that. He's okay oh, with that. And so he's point. like, oh, what you're sketching looks a lot like what Janine is wearing right now. Uh-huh. And then we go to uh-huh. Margarita, who's just like, she's making a knockoff outfit. Like, are you that shameless? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Okay. I wrote, I was like, I don't think she's shameless. I think it's similar to how her sister works. She has no philosophy, no aesthetic, she her mm. process is very straightforward. I would say that she starts off what she's making with how Claire started off with her uh, session with her uh, model wow. slash client saying like people, people these are days wearing are wearing dot yeah. dot dot. And that's what I'm yeah. wearing. And that's what I'm going to make. And what I was kind of I was shocked at is that Tim said nothing. He didn't say like, oh, you're wearing a mesh top. You're sketching out a mesh top. You also bought mesh clothes, mesh Meth, uh, mesh materials fabric. from yeah. yes fabric from mood it's like oh you also bought blue and black lace from mood your shirt has blue and black lace on it also you're wearing you know janine is also wearing blue and black and those are the colors you have and i was like so so you're okay <laughs> tim thanks <laughs> like you know like yeah. i don't know i really was kind of i don't know i was at a loss i was at a loss kind of disappointing yeah, to him it, yeah I, that's where all the emojis come in <laughs> just like what what is happening <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and i would say in contrast is brandon and colleen's uh crit where brandon already has layers on his dress form and he have you know we talked about him tea dyeing fabrics and he's made these uh, i would they they look like confused layers of shades of pastel orange and Colleen begins to go, she's like, Oh, well I like things that are simple. I want to be comfortable, but simple. She's like, see, you know, this yellow shirt I'm wearing, I wear it every day. I'm simple. And Tim goes, well, that's why you need a close. So let Brandon do <laughs> what Brandon's doing. <laughs> oh, We're with Janine and Sean. She was like, he's like, Janine, you look great. Wear that. <laughs> for the runway it's like what right. <laughs> <laughs> and then samantha you know talking about uh, brandon's outfit for colleen like samantha has the burn i mean she's better than all of us i will always say that she's better but she's just like oh yeah that's what the fashionable nerds are wearing um at all these star wars conventions that i go to and it's like yeah you know that's gonna look great but i would have to say that it's not <laughs> It's not like a Star Wars outfit. It isn't. And so she compared it to Ray's outfit, who is in episode seven. But she doesn't wear that. I mean, she wears layers and sleeves and Mm -hmm. whatever. It doesn't look exactly like what Brennan made. I'll just say. Just saying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm also a Star Wars nerd, kind of. Like It's not exactly the same. But I don't go to conventions. I'm not that kind of nerd. You know, no judgment. Like that would be great, but I don't go there, so I don't know what the kids these days are wearing with at the Star Wars Comic Cons. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Samelia, yes. What what else stood out to you? Like, did did any of these other critiques like stand out? I don't know why I wrote "Wailing" by Brandon. 
Wailing. Wailing? What? <laughs> Wailing? Like W-A-I-L? Or W-H-A-L? Yeah, yeah W-A-I-L. Hmm. Were you wailing? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Tim was, was wailing? Happening. I don't know. Tim was just not happy with what so I, she was wearing. With, with, with which one? With Colleen's outfit. He's like, oh my God. Because she had on this really bright and this is also what i would do i have a i have a weekend uniform i wear the same uh pattern pants every weekend uh-huh. because they're comfortable but they're also very different and they stand out but it's so yeah. she was wearing this really brightly colored yellow shirt that yeah, i i think i know where she got that shirt from but with some jeans and i think tim was like no you're a model <laughs> please just spice it up a little bit but um <laughs> I'm wondering if that's where it came from. He really didn't like it. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Maybe. But, but I did I did write down pretty much anybody who has lyrics. I feel like, I mean, they're going to win, you know, because <laughs> it just felt like, I don't know. She has this, like, aura so, about her. It's like like she's just winning all the time. <laughs> so what did what 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 like stood out with that critique? I actually didn't write any notes. Whoops. About... I, I mean that's all I wrote. Okay. I just felt like, like I mean just winning. Who who even knows <laughs> when they were winning? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't I don't know that. I think I was mesmerized, so I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I I think maybe I was too because I didn't write anything down. About their critique <laughs> session. Maybe I just didn't have anything. I think I was a little flabbergasted by a couple of other of these interactions. I was a little worried about Kenya for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but only because, uh, yeah, she's she's making this green outfit for Sunita. Right. And I really liked the, the print and how she was putting it together. But what I did not like is that I feel like Tim was overly harsh with her and he says at the end he's like the only reason I'm talking to you this way is because I know you can do it he says that he's like oh with all this green don't you think Sunita will look like a long green bean and then he was like and and Kenya is this fashion or are you just making clothes I was like what why would you say that to her yeah I do remember him saying that and feeling like wait a minute (laughs) because she instantly tears up and I'm just like Leave Kenya alone. Uh, just leave her alone. Yeah, but and I, her expressions. Uh, oh. It was she hard. She cannot hide her her feelings. No, like she's she has like least. watery eyes, and I just feel like yeah. she's just really close to her tears. eyes get really big. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, for Samantha and Jasmine, I just wrote Tim is excited. <laughs> yeah, and I was excited, so I was like, okay, great. I think this is. Again, like more affirmation for Samantha. Um, mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh, great! Like someone who finally gets me. It's great." So I, I really was, was, was happy with that. Yeah, um, I was a little confused with Ayana's look. Oh, Ayana! Oh, I, I just, just, I, I just didn't get it. I, I, you know I, what? Yeah, I'm a little worried about Ayana. She's on my bracket. I am a little worried. Yeah, I just wrote down <laughs> Lena. I was like, Lena likes stars. She was like, I put stars on here because Lena likes stars. Yeah, I was worried. What? Like, um, it's it looked like it wasn't gonna be a 
a promising look no at that point i also didn't like her leading with an excuse from her model just saying ex- instead of explaining why the stars were there in a way it's like well you know um i'm, th- I'm going to incorporate the stars blah blah blah, blah. She's like lena likes stars that's why there's stars there and i feel like she could feel that tim hated these stars he's like he's, and he was you know he's like oh wouldn't don't they just look like stickers and yeah. don't you don't you don't want this to look too crafty, do you? And and Ayana's just like, no, Tim. It's like, don't you want it to look good? Yes, Tim. It's like, don't mm-hmm. you think that Lena is is dumb for asking about stars? Like, yes, Tim. I was like, Ayana, it's like, stop. And she kept doing this, like, <laughs> yes, no, Tim. Yes, like, seriously, girl, just think for yourself. Like, can you defend anything that you've just done? Nothing. Yeah. You're gonna use Lena as an excuse. So I was just, I was just a little worried <laughs> about yeah. that. Um. I was worried about Amy as well. I thought her urban tuxedo idea was just plain old ugly. Mm. There's that crinkly jacket that I didn't understand. Yeah. What was that material? I don't know. I was going to ask you. It looks like a trash bag, like a, like a crinkled up trash bag. Where would you get that from? Is it reflective? I don't, I don't know what she chose. Yeah. No, it just looked like, something with a film over it, like a vinyl, yeah. but a thin vinyl. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. I just did not like it. Yeah. Um, but I would like to um, touch upon Margarita and Christina. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she, she's making white pants for Christina. And I realized that Margarita wears a lot of white. She makes a lot of white and uh, I hate the, I still hate the prints that she bought, but I'm I know that that is again is subjective. So whatever works for her, I'm just glad that she's working in prints. Just saying, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So before Tim leaves, does anything else? Um, did anything else stand out with this critique session with the models? Um, not that I wrote down okay oh one other minute we didn't talk about botany but right yeah what about but why don't i have any notes on her about her well she i i didn't really see it so fast yeah and her her critiques are usually quite quick now i just the deal with that man i don't like it that she's been safe for these many weeks and mm-hmm. um, I and I would have to say that she got a ton of those Ankara fabrics from Mood, and I have to say those are the fabrics that I had hoped that she would have gotten the first challenge. Yeah, why did it take her so many challenges? They're there, to to like that? they they're carrying Ankara now. So I mean, like, you know, get to that, whatever, that's fine. It's just that she said, you know, my two buzzwords, or I would say. Uh, I don't know what their buzzwords, but she said pencil skirt. That's okay. The three buzzwords, pencil skirt <laughs> and peplum. Uh Oh, and I was like, uh, yeah. listen, listen, so many peplums so far. And then a pencil skirt on top of that, like, please don't mm. do this. It just kind of brings back bad memories of endless pencil skirts from some of my favorite designers in past seasons where, oh, man. you know, pencil skirts are easy. Um, and yeah. hopefully she's, I have a feeling that's because she's going to deal with putting these different fabrics together. 
rather than um, making a complicated design. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So, all right. So Tim leaves and uh, the model fitting continues. So the models stick around. And um, again, the designers have until one in the morning. So they have a lot of time left in a workroom. And uh, um, okay, before we go into this model fitting time, I want us to say that that Kentaro just, I call it drive-by hilarity. I don't know. Because he comes over to Michael and it's just like, oh my God, Michael, look at this shirt that I just made for, for Misha. Isn't it great? So he's wearing the, sh- the shirt that he's pleated and folded for Misha. And he's like, look at the sleeves. Look, it's so great. And Michael's like, wow, it looks really cool. He's, and Cantado goes, yeah, it looks like mayonnaise. And then he leaves. He walks <laughs> off. Leaving Michael dumbfounded going, wait, mayonnaise? Mayonnaise? And I just, I have watched that five Kentaro times. Kentaro keeps me rolling. Oh, so funny. He's like, yeah, it's, it looks like mayonnaise. great. I totally got it, though. I was like, yeah, yeah, it kind of does. It does look like mayonnaise. God. <laughs> so uh, funny. Japanese mayonnaise is completely different, though, than mayonnaise as we know it. <laughs> How is it different? It's just more better. <laughs> <laughs> is it thicker? Like, what? what is the difference? Mm, the, it's... Oh, I don't know how to describe. Is it made it's, with? It's is it not made the thicker. What's that? How do you know how it's made, or what the ingredients are? I don't know how it's made. No, I do not. Hmm. Magic, perhaps. <laughs> um, the taste of it. I mean, for one, I think foods in other countries kind of taste more pure anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, and not that I've had, not that I've been to Jap- to Japan, but <laughs> I've had Japanese mayo. Oh so. man. Maybe it was from there. I yes. wonder if it's the oil that they use. Like I really, yeah, because the oil you I use, bet it has to do with the oil. Yeah, the consistency. Is, I mean, it's very similar to yeah. regular mayo, but I think it's slightly less thick. Okay. Hmm. I didn't know that. I'm I'm curious. I love mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Love but that like the the co- I think what he was getting at was like the color, the smoothness mm-hmm. of <laughs> of you know with the look mayonnaise whatever i, don't I know. want him to somehow i meant. got it i was like use more words please you can't just say that and then leave you have to explain yourself because like mayonnaise. you know like what funny. do you mean by homeless and clean and and i know and modern oh, like what do you mean so like modern weird homeless? i don't you're understand so weird it's just so great all right it never blinks uh <laughs> he still doesn't blink i'm telling you um Okay, and so I'll I'll mention that um, in this segment here. So the I, I think we we don't really have any, any issues with the model fittings, and I think Cantado figures out um, something with his top. I think that's that's at this phase, or maybe not, where it's just kind of uh, maybe that's later. But um, we we have Ayana who decides to make what she says is, is an overcoat for her oh, yeah. for her model to stay, to stay true to her own aesthetic. Right. Right. Because like, her model wants to show a, as much skin as possible. And Ayana is our uh, modest designer. And yeah, so she thinks that an overcoat would be 
inserting herself into the outfit. But what did you think about this overcoat? It was ugly. I did I did not like it. It it didn't make sense for me. No. It's a um, silky pink. Yeah, it 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 was not if she was going to do that, it was not the right material. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, that was the fabric she chose was more for like bedroom. <laughs> yeah, it looks like something that she should have made for Heidi. Well, actually she did make that for Heidi's intimate challenge. Yeah. She made that a couple of challenges ago. And and you'll we'll, we'll be able to revisit that in um on the cheat sheet because she that coat stays. She doesn't chuck it. It sticks around. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's interesting that, um, we get to the point where Michael, who is, uh, designing a dress for Lyris, mm-hmm. starts to hate his dress and calls it cheap Pocahontas cosplay because it's got these, um, I'm not really sure where he's getting that from, but, um, he thinks it's cheap. And uh, I think he's doing too much to the dress. So I yeah. and I have a feeling that's that's why he's hating it. He's putting all these strips of 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 fabric and almost like a slash. It looks like there's a like you've slashed the dress up her thigh, um, and 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 it kind of converges at the top um, of her leg mm-hmm. on the side. And um, yeah, I think I I actually liked it less and less the more he worked on it. I don't know how you felt about felt about this dress. Yeah, I mean, I definitely thought the effect was cool, but um, yeah, he could have done less to it and still had like the same the same effect, I think, or if not a stronger effect. Yeah, it was just too much of that, which was probably where he was getting the cheap from. Right, right. Why, why he felt it was looking cheap. I mean, because he's. He has some really interesting fabric choices, and um, yeah. you know, I don't know. I I I'm, I wouldn't say how to how he could have saved this dress, but he definitely could have taken out some of the slashing. But I have a feeling that that's yeah. mostly because like Lyris likes to show off her body, and this is his second week working with her, so mm-hmm. um, I definitely w- um, would suspect that that's some of her influence um, in on there. And I was um, like, man, this is your day off. I know. <laughs> like, I. Where is, where are you going? Are, like, where are you sitting? Like, where, yeah, where are like, you going on your day off? Which, you know, Tim did mention, or someone mentioned, sometimes models will get a random call and right. they need to go to this right. shoot out of nowhere. But I'm, I mean, I'm not going to be wearing that on my day off. I'm yeah. going to have that hanging somewhere i mean or at least like at at, in in your bag to go out at night right only not during the day not not to a not to a call or casting Mm -mm. so um okay we we also get uh, a little bit of what i call claire versus sean which to me is is rather heartbreaking um and it sort of runs into the day of the runway so um before we go on the date of the runway, do you have anything to say that stood out before we leave at 1 a.m. from the workroom? Uh, nope. All right. <laughs> so we end the day um, just in, in sort of a panic and 
uh, a lot of people aren't finished. Like Kenya isn't finished and uh, like who else isn't finished? Um, I think Margarita is a little freaked out because she's making a ton of stuff for her model. She's making oh, three pieces and she's kicking yeah. herself. She's like, oh, why did I do this? Why did I put so much on my plate? But I think it's good that she's being ambitious and she's being pushed to do so. So we get to the day of the runway and uh, one of the first things that we focus on is Claire. And one of the first things Claire says is the first thing that needs to get done is Sean's pants. Not Claire's pants, but Sean's pants. And I just was like, okay, okay. Oh, this is not good. This is not good. What about giving yourself a ton of time to, um, to finish your, your outfit but instead, she spends the first part of her day making a waistband for Sean's pants. And um, mm-hmm. to me, it's just it's just it's just so it's kind of it's getting kind of sad. <laughs> in my yeah. Opinion. Um, but and that's before Tim comes in and gives his marching orders. And so he just he doesn't tell him to keep working like he did last week. So last week, he's like, oh, if you're in a, in a sewing room, just stay in there. But this week, he's like, come out and listen to me. I'm going to tell you some things. And this is going to be a busy morning. And some other people are, are doing their finishing touches. Um, of course, not Margarita or Kenya. Samantha is just putting in a petticoat. Like she's almost done with her look. And uh, we also have Michael having some issues with Lyris. Uh-uh-uhing <laughs> his look. And uh, they're in a the mirror trying to fix it. And then Kentaro, we see him. Oh, this is when he puts his little last minute tuck in the back to improve the fitting. He just kind of miraculously solves a major fit issue with the top where his model goes from like, Oh, it's too big to like, Oh my God, I love it. It's great. Look at the mm-hmm. back. It's wonderful. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, um, I would like to point out that, uh, everyone notices that Sean is recreating the outfit from the day before. And, mm-hmm. um, Samantha calls it out and says like, I think it's going to be on the bottom. And I wrote, I disagree. They didn't get the before picture. I was like, if they hadn't seen what she was wearing the day before and can uh, reference it, I was like, I, cause the look looks okay. It's just right. not finished up top. So she's made a mesh top that looks similar to the mesh top she wore yesterday. It's just the mm-hmm. edges aren't finished. Um, but other than that, like, you know, Claire made the pants. It looked, they, the pants look great. And you know, I I just didn't see that it was it would necessarily be on the bottom, right? So, um, but in this rush up to the runway, did anything else stand out? Did anything like seem off or or promising? Um, I felt like Brandon's look looks like all of him, and not really any of his his client slash. Oh, role. yeah. Do you think she liked that look? I don't think she liked it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of seemed like everybody, including Tim, was just like, oh, you should, you know, this is this is better. Trust us, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sort of deal. <laughs> and she's like, why can't I just wear a T-shirt and some jeans? It's like, no, yeah, no. Just everybody's like, oh, this is put on what Brandon made for you. Just do that, girl, and just walk down the runway, honey. I've yeah. It just seems yeah. It just seems like a lot of fabric for what she was asking for. I agree. I agree. And it's but the thing is, what's really interesting about it, I would say that he's probably 
you know, I, I dismissed Brandon. I think Brandon is also a streetwear designer. Like he definitely is. Like who, who, who am I kidding? And so I would say that what he put on her is to me, quintessential street. That's uh, right. very, very modern and contemporary in a way. Yeah. Um, what she was wearing is classic with the jeans and the very brightly colored shirt. She could have been coming mm-hmm. out of the seventies, depending on the silhouette of the pants. Like she could have been wearing that in the seventies the nineties or now. But right. what Brandon is making is very current mm-hmm. forward thinking. Yeah. So, right. Um, so we have some issues with Margarita and her pants not fitting, but um, she's doing a lot of, of uh, managing expectations with Christina, her model, because clearly Christina loves it. And she has a moment in models in the mirror where she's like, Oh, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself like a really I'm feeling myself like I love this. I, I just I like her. I like her a lot. I think she's great. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And I think at the very end when Tim calls time, we have Claire who barely has time to do anything. And she makes one last cut on her shorts and then she makes another cut. The straightest cut. I've ever seen on the show. Did you see the way she cut that sweatshirt? No. Um, oh, like the, on the shoulder or no? No, that, along the bottom because she cut the shorts. So she's made these notice. shorts for her model. She made them even shorter. And while they're fitting the model, that. they're like, oh, the, the top is too long. So she puts the top on the floor and she cuts it off at the bottom. Doesn't hem it. She doesn't have time to hem the bottom. But wow. the way she cut it was so straight. I only mention that now because I'm trying to cut straight lines. I mean, Similia, of course, <laughs> again, out of the two of us, you are the advanced sewer. You're super advanced. You are the accessory designer. You actually design and do things. I am still a beginner and I have problems cutting straight. And so I saw that. I was like, I respect Claire's uh, sheer skills. She has sheer <laughs> skills. So, Well, when put under the knife. Uh... <laughs> I love uh, <laughs> I too have been known to make a <laughs> I know you're very good at that. Very good at cutting straight. And I, I'm like, that's something that you have to learn. It's a skill. I, I really am terrible at cutting straight. So or just by repetition. She's just done yeah. it so many times that, you know, you can eyeball a measurement and get it exactly right by this yes. point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, anyway, so f- before we go, um, I'll have to say that the edit for Janine and Sean is hilarious. Like they're they're kind of side by sighing what she's wearing now for the runway and what she wore yesterday, just so that we as the viewers also know it's the same outfit. <laughs> All right, let's go to the runway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're on the runway, and so it's time to click on the cheat sheet. So again, you can find the link in your description section. And uh, once you click on that, um, it will bring up a, a JPEG of the models off duty. And it's it's we're going to spoil it a little bit. We have the highest scores, we have the lowest scores, and we have the strong save crew. So finally, you can see uh, the outfits we've been talking about. Um, so the judges this week are our normal crew of people, Heidi Klum, Zach Posen, Nina Garcia, uh, who's now editor in chief of Elle magazine, by the way, 
and then um, singer performer Kelsey Ballerina and um, Ballerini. Whoops, Ballerini. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- the first time I wrote this, I said Fellerini, and then I went back to and I was like, "Don't be lazy," because I don't know who any of these guest <laughs> people are, and I don't care. I don't care who she is. I will never look up what she does. I just don't care. So I was like, don't be an asshole. Just go back. How do you spell her name? And I spelled her name correctly, but I still said ballerina. Kelsey Ballerini. Because <laughs> I really don't care. Um, also, so and we, we, I, I don't mention this every week, but for those of you who don't watch the show, and I know we have some friends who are just like, I just li- like listening to you guys and you don't watch the show. But letting you know the runway is anonymous. So as they're coming down, the judges have no idea who the designers are. And this is different from past seasons. They've only been doing this for the past two or three seasons. Right. Before, they would know straight away. And not that there was any bias, but I think... Um, but there was always bias. There was always bias. There were. <laughs> and I think... Now, um, it there is a component of having an aesthetic and a style where it you don't have to be identified for the judges to know. And we're on episode six. So by now, um, I think the designers are in a place where they need to have shown the, the judges who they are. And even yeah. though it's still anonymous, um, hopefully you can be seen as as a you can be recognized, I should say. Um also, Brandon has immunity from last week. He won the last challenge, so he, so he has immunity. All right. So um, let's get down to this. So we have this in highest scores, lowest scores. Do you want to go from the strong safe crew and pick out some of your favorites? We did that last week with Nayla, and I thought that was a good yes. idea. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's, let's, so. let's hit the strong safe crew at the bottom of the cheat sheet. And I call strong safe crew because I this, again, is a very – strong season of designers and even though some of these looks are safe i think some of them are really they they have some merit to them mm-hmm. so who stood out to you so i was actually really amazed by ayana's look uh minus the coat mm-hmm. whatever over thing she had i didn't like that at all but <laughs> even though it was well made um the dress that she that she designed i love how the stars turned out i did too I thought it was really pretty and like there were like different um values and that i mean they just laid really nicely on the dress and it flowed and i, I thought it was a really really beautiful dress yeah and i thought the back was br- was very pretty too the way mm-hmm. she arranged the straps and the straps the color of the straps matched the the robe she put on top and right. i thought that was very thoughtful and even the, the, the cheering, the layering is very Ayana. So she likes to work in these layers of, of fabrics. And I I thought it was a very simple, but but really, really nice dress. I, I thought mm-hmm. I thought it deserved to be safe, but I, I thought it was um I thought it was really nice nicely made though. Yeah. Yeah. Um I will point out botany. Um I was not sure about this outfit. I mean, I, I will say it again. Like I am not enamored by pencil skirts and uh, that's another reason why I'm not really enamored by Michael's design for Lyris, but mm-hmm. the pencil skirt and also the combination of the prints. I appreciate what botany did with that, with the skirt though. So she has um, 
sewn the fabrics together and then paneled it and sort of treated it the way we've seen Samantha treat her fabrics in the past where she made a textile out of um, Mm -hmm. these different things. But I kind of would have liked to have seen a little bit more design. And instead of um, ripping the um, fabrics apart, if she would have focused on maybe um, pairing them together and making something a little bit more interesting in terms of a silhouette. Um, Right. And I, I, and also maybe pairing it with something that's solid, you know, I, but I love how she works with prints and I, I didn't know that it would look, I I wasn't expecting this, um, but I think mostly because the design is so um, simple and it's almost a little cost to me in my opinion. So. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like this look at all. Yeah, I'm being nice because she's on my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to go all the way. She's my homegirl from Inglewood, yeah. so I'm just like, oh yeah. Like I see what you were going for, and I know that you're capable. So I want to see yeah. more. I want you to be on the top and not just safe. So, I do feel like it. It's becoming more clear now that we're narrowing down the designers, like. The strong safe is looking more just safe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, for sure. I think Brandon's look was really strong. I don't like the hem on the pants. Um, hmm. But I love the top part of his look. Hmm. You didn't like the hem. Why? Was it a little? I don't. It's just. It was too wide. short. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. I thought it was unexpectedly, unexpectedly wide. You know, like a palazzo type pant from Brandon. I wouldn't expect that at all. I would have maybe expected um, something a little bit more fitted or even tapered. And I thought the layering was was very beautiful. And it is very Star Wars Jedi Tatooine-esque. Yes. The desert planet. You know, Uh those colors. I would like to see him work in different colors. Because if you look at his portfolio, he works in these exact earthy tones i want him to see i want to see more color mm-hmm. that's i think if you just push him to do what Ooh, he did the first hands episode. were like navy if that was like i mean i guess it wouldn't have been uh, as straight but i mean i kind of if it, if the pants were navy i would want him to see him layer some some blue colors but like a but like a like a fitted pant Oh, fitted navy pants with the same top Mm -hmm. stuff that he's got going on. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I think that's that's interesting. Like, I want to see how he works with like a more fitted silhouette. But I, I, I kind of, I, I really liked it. I don't, I don't know why it was safe. I mean, I actually, no, I don't know why it was safe. (laughs) I mean, I could have traded one easily for him. Um, yeah. So, anyone else in this crew? I mean, we haven't talked about Amy, and I don't want to really. No, don't need. All to. right, let's move on. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Who do? You, where do you want to go next? Do you want to talk about the lowest scores or the highest scores? Um. Who do you have more to the say lowest, about? The lowest scores. Okay, the lowest scores. All right. So. This is the moment in time, Samelia. I, I, so I told Samelia at the beginning before we started recording that I had a, I had a surprise to send her about <laughs> the design. So Samelia, I'm going to text you now. I'm going to send it to okay. you. Okay. Hopefully, it went through. 
let me know when you get it. So right. the beginning of our lowest scores, if, and this is also in, in runway order um, by who came out first. So of the lowest scores, we have Claire and she came out first. So um, I saw this outfit and it reminded me of something else because um, we haven't really been able. This is the first time, of course, we're seeing just the full fledged outfits and what they've been working on. And again, you know, Sean or Claire Whoops, Claire was cutting no things way. up. And so um, I was on. just sort of walking through my day and it reminded me of something. So, Samelia. No. Samelia. Oh, I feel so. <laughs> <laughs> so, Samelia, like you, you got my picture. She? So, I'm going to put this link on in the description page, too. So, I've made a second no. page to the cheat sheet. <laughs> To supplement I feel Claire's so look, lied to. <laughs> to supplement Claire's look, it's called just hashtag just saying. It's oh, going to be page man. two, and if you click on that link under the cheat sheet, you're going to see the outfit that Claire wore on episode one. It is this outfit. She I'm has so... already worn this outfit oh. before. Oh, dude, no way. And while her mom is walking down the runway, she, as a talk, as a voiceover, is kind of like, oh, you know, I want to show them something I've never done before. But I'm like, but you've worn this before. So I would assume that what you wore in the first episode is something that you made. So you have made this before. You've also worn it. And I, you know, I was just like with the zipper and everything. So we have the side zipper. We have the cinched in um, off the shoulder. We have the cinched in um, uh, sweatshirt uh, made out of semi, like a little bit more of a luxe fabric than sweatshirt fabric. And instead of shorts that she put Sean in, Claire on the first episode wore a skirt. But essentially, it's the same outfit. It's the same outfit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I just feel, I feel so dirty and lied to. (laughs) I don't know. I'm mad. I am really mad because I feel like they're playing all of us. I'm like, I'm really like, I honestly feel like we need to tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get the law involved. Yeah. It's just like, what are the rules? What are the rules? Project Runway? Seriously. That's, dude, come on. Come on, Project Runway. I mean, I'm okay with you making clothes that, you know, because we have. For Not example, cool. Botany has made um, an outfit for her model that references something that she makes and wears herself. But she's not out there saying like, oh, I want to show them something that they've... And also, she's not making an exact replica of what she's worn before. Oh, my goodness. Claire it's made an exact copy. replica. She Dude, not even... She just should saying. be booted off the show <laughs> just for that. Are you kidding me? And I feel like we're, it's, it's kind of just luck in a way, not luck. I mean, it's not just, just the merits of this outfit. It's just the proportions are off. It's, it's just doesn't fit her well. This doesn't look comfortable. So Sean spoke about how she likes to be comfortable and, and, you know, it's all about comfort for her. How comfortable is it if you're wearing shorts that are so short that your butt cheeks are hanging out? That could be comfortable for some people. But Sean was wearing jeans and she was wearing a long sleeve shirt with her shoulders out. And, you know, maybe she had her shoulders out and Claire was like, oh, I've worn 
clothes with my shoulders out before. I'll just make you what I wore that first episode. I mean, it doesn't oh look gosh. like anything. And also, we'll we'll um, you heard in the close up section that um, oh my gosh, there's so much to say about this. So, and I'll Ugh. do you want to fast forward to what Tim said during the close up section? Yeah, I'll just say what he said about Claire is that Claire wanted to put Sean in pants. And she wants to make a pair of, of jogger or jogging type pants for this outfit. And he said that it was he she did shorts because she didn't have time because she was helping Sean make her pants. And I don't think that was the case. I think that there is a little mm-hmm. bit of both. I think um, Claire knew how to do this. She has made shorts. I think every almost every challenge she's made shorts and mm-hmm. she, it's something that she could whip up. The shirt is something that she could whip up because she's made this probably a million times before because she had to help Sean. And I, that's, that's kind of where I, I, uh, I'm just, I feel very badly. I feel very bad for her, but at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of pissed because it's like you, you are really playing the game. Like you're really playing, playing a game. And I, it's just like, it's just not, I don't know if you're doing it because you know that you can make this in a day because you've made it a million times and you're up here to support your sister when she needs it. But either way, like this is the, the, the decisions here are just absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, I think she's going to, they're both going to do whatever they can to make sure that they both make it all yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can see on that, link that i just sent Samelia, but also put oh, in the description my section goodness. you oh, can see just, a, oh. a close-up of the side of the outfit she's wearing and then the full a full length version of what she's wearing and it's the exact same outfit oh man so yeah <laughs> <laughs> how could oh yeah man i'm just like i'm so <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's claire on the bottom first first of the low scores i'm telling you if one of these twins don't get voted off just next saying. challenge i keep saying just saying but I'm, I'm like i need them to go i need one of them to go and i know that it's coming and i need it to be next episode just i it i'm be so sick and tired of them talking about everyone else's designs and having so much shit to say but then the both of you, I, I, the not not an ounce of integrity, not an ounce. I just, oh, okay, I, not that far, but just there's a lack of integrity here. There's a lack of it. There's a lack of self awareness. I've never seen that. There's a lack of responsibility. There's the a lack of, of the show. yeah. There's just a lack of of um of a process here, and I just am like, you guys are just doing design rotely while other people are struggling to respond to the challenge and you're just going to do what you've yeah. been done before oh, in man. our faces. Really mad. All right. Okay. All right. So Samilia, <laughs> we have to move on. <laughs> I don't think to, we need to talk about any of the other low scores. You know, I want to talk about Margarita. I, I want to talk about Margarita yeah. and Samantha. Okay. I'll talk about Samantha real quick. I'll say yeah. that for her, I was a little disappointed at how normal this looked. Yeah, the sketch looked better. I didn't. I I didn't think the sketch looked better. I thought the I sketch thought, looked well, just the, like this. You the you back, saw 
there was like some sheer aspect where the sheer is gone, right? Yeah, yeah. She because I know she did get an overlay and she pretty much overlaid uh, the entire front and the um, or the the bodice and the skirt, but the bodice front and the skirt, the entire skirt. But um, yeah, the back is just like a like a backward. It's got a collar that goes all the way around the back and it's not sheer at all. Um. Yeah, I mean, I thought I she looked very colors, junior. The colors aren't. I mean, yeah, she could have done some minor changes mm. there and elevated it a little bit. Yeah, the colors are just all sort of the same. The same. <laughs> and I would have liked to see what that print was underneath, but I I know that's not the traditional technique that she's using, but. It, I mean, it would have been nice to get something that was a little bit less junior here. Right. To me, Jasmine looked um, very young, which probably is yeah. also the, the point of Lolita. But I just was like, I don't know. It's just it was kind of jarring. Um, yeah, it was kind of jarring. So. Yeah. Um, and I would say with Margarita's outfit. Again, white pants. I just wish that she would stop making white pants. And I I don't mind if she wears white shorts, but this is the thing that I have. I think white pants um, are a special, special category sometimes. And um, But I would say that I liked the bomber jacket and I liked how it went with her flowered halter crop top. Um I thought the pants were too big on the bottom. They were too baggy. Um, mm. And the distressing wasn't necessary. And uh, it's a little camel toey, just a tad bit camel toey in the crotch. Yeah. But also the, the aesthetic of the pants to me look too close to what Brandon is doing. Um, right. I can't, I can't um, separate with the long strap yes. hanging down to me i was like are you taking a little bit from brandon aesthetic and you know if not fine but unfortunately you have someone whose aesthetic the whole time has been straight jackets and you're gonna hang some loose um straps from your pants like it doesn't necessarily look like um i don't know like it just kind of looked like they didn't belong there i don't i don't know why she yeah. put that there um yeah, yeah, I don't like the pants at all. Yeah, I don't like the pants. The the floral top, I mean, is it like a bikini top? Kind what? of. Kind of like a I mean, like a halter bikini, okay. like a halter crop. I like I do like the fabric, the print, but I don't like the style of the top. Yeah. I thought it was too little. Like there w- wasn't enough up there. Um, mm-hmm. unless she was supposed to be making something that could turn to a swimsuit. She's like, Hey, I'm going to take right. this off and just go swimming at the beach. Exactly. Sure. That's totally fine because women do do that. Uh, you know, right. in beach towns, whatever you can wear a bikini with a cardigan. And that's just what people wear. Um, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, 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 but I, yeah, yeah, it was the pants were a lot. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so let's shift up to our high scores. And the first score we have is Kintaro, who was also... So Misha is the first model on the runway and in the top. So I thought this was out of proportion. 
I thought the top was a little too bulky. Really? <laughs> and I, I thought it was fine because it it sort of went with the whole thought, you know, the uh, what's it the the traditional garb. Oh yeah, like samurai kind of. Um, I would say that right. seeing that in the shoulders. Okay, yeah, I, like, I, I see I, that. I felt like it made sense. Yeah, I yeah, I thought it was. I don't know. Like I, I it was. It just seemed like. I'm glad he didn't make a whole pair of jeans, and then make yeah. those. Uh, the the kimono shirt shorts on top of it because mm-hmm. it helped with the layering and he's doing a lot of layering here um it's right. not bulky at all but i thought yeah. the shoulders i don't know it's just like maybe it's just the way the shoulders are cut like it just seems um slightly bulky and Broad. Kind of cartoonish on top yeah uh. so i wasn't i wasn't really sold on this being in the high I mean, then there's that oversized, the whole oversized theme is popular. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what it would look (laughs) like if it hadn't been a crop top, you know, but um, because I feel like that has a part of it too, where Um, it kind of comes in and then you have like, she's very tiny and she's, you know, got all this bulk on top. So just visually, it was a little thrown off. I really love this look. (laughs) I mean, I disagree because, and I, I mean, I, lo- I feel like it was so well thought out. Mm-hmm. The fact that he made it a halter top added added ease to all of the the weight that you're getting from the top, mm-hmm. you know. So it kind of it gave you breathing room, and it was, but it, like the way he did the halter is just like, oh, I mean, it was it was so delicate, mm-hmm. and I, I felt like he handled all the aspects. With a lot of care. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think the the shorts are well made. Like they're just. Yeah. I want to see him do more of those. I, I would like to see those in long lengths or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, Different like, lengths. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Only because there's that pleated technique on both sides. Mm-hmm. And um, he's used the. Like he's double belted it. It just looks yeah, really. I love that. Interesting. It's a really good combination. Yeah. So. The Hakama pant. He come up pants. Mm-hmm. All right. Next we have Sean. Ugh. Next. Dude, okay. Next we have Kenya. <laughs> Great. Let's talk about Kenya's look. Oh my, oh my gosh. I love Kenya's look. Oh my god. First of all, I felt like it was it was so fitting for mm-hmm. her model, Sunita. Right. Sunita. Yep. Yeah. Like when she came out, I was like, "Yep." Okay. That's her. What did you think about the pedal? shoulders because you weren't so sure about that right but i feel like it works here like that quirkiness that that they give off i think that matches sunita's vibe Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it's the little bit of fun like you were saying earlier that adds to you know gives the fashion element Mm -hmm. to this look yeah i i was really impressed because these pants are very 80s to me but they Mm -hmm. still looked really current i mean they're 80s in a way that i don't think 80s has been copied so far i think we're taking a lot of 80s and 90s Mm -hmm. influences but this is i I remember these pants and you know the high-waisted um with the little uh lapel 
I don't even know what you would call that, but the little thing on top <laughs> looks like a little lapel. And I used to wear vests a lot when I was little. I loved vests, and now I would never wear a vest. But this looks great, and I love the color. I the color to me, I don't know why it looked like that in mood. It looks so muddy, but on the runway, it was just such a nice green. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a nice green color. Um, and also, I, I would really have to say that. that since I've seen this outfit, I've seen this print all over New York. Are you serious? Yeah, I've I've noticed it almost every day. I'm like, oh my god! Oh wow! In different colors. So I saw it pale blue one day, and I saw it, mostly pastels. So I saw a pale blue version, and I saw like a pale yellow version, and I was like, I think that's. Wait, why am I seeing this? Is this all from mood? Like, what what's going that's on? That's so funny. <laughs> Of course. So it's just really nice to see. And I'm so glad that she is on top again. Like this is her second week in a row. Yeah, I know. So. That makes me so happy. And my bracket it makes Kenya's my bracket happy. representing the brackets. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, um, all right. So after the runaway, of course, we, we have the high scores and low scores talk to the judges. And um, I feel like we usually don't harp on what the judges say, but I did want to harp on a couple of of interactions, a couple of uh, feedback sessions with the judges. So, um, of course, we have um, Margarita. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna point out Margarita because she has been my one of my favorite personalities on the show, but after the critique. She's on my like shit list, I have to say. Yeah, that was kind of bogus. Yeah. So that was really bogus. This is Margarita's first time in is this her first time in front of the judges? No, no, no. So the first time she was um up there for the dance challenge and she was she was in the top three. She's back in front of the judges, she's in the bottom three. And you know, they go down the line, they start with um I think that I wrote in, in order. We have Claire, Sean, Kenya. And we go. We talked to all of them. The person before her, I think, was um, uh, I think it was Samantha. And I think by that time they got to Margarita, she figured out that she was on the bottom three. So she's the last person to go. So she knew they had talked to the top three, and she she's on the bottom. And they ask her to explain her look, and she starts out calling her model. And who I thought was her budding friend, she calls her um, my client, Christina. And the more she explained her outfit, the more distance she put between the outfit and herself. And the Mm -hmm. further she crammed Christina under that low score bus. And the more she spoke about Christina wanted this. And they're like, well, why don't you do it this way? She's like, nope, Christina wanted it the other way. She's so demanding. And you could just see Christina's face that she just got just more sad as the 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 judges said more and more things and usually on these runways the models are silent they don't really say anything i think the only model who has really said anything out of turn is Laris. <laughs> <laughs> because she's allowed because <laughs> i think it was last week um where or the week before i can't remember which week it was where they're just complimenting the designer and Laris and the designer were just like thank you Thank you. I was like, Laris, you didn't make that outfit. Laris, be quiet. They're talking to the design. She's like, thank you. Well, she did an amazing job on the runway. 
and she's like i was a part of this thank you thank you you're welcome for this experience and so christina is silent like she doesn't say anything um i think she did respond to some questions where they're like but did you like this outfit?" she's like yeah i really like this outfit but she's just clearly upset and in my opinion margarita completely choked and didn't stand up for her design at all we see that she completely um just turned and betrayed i i think it's a giant betrayal she betrayed christina um just sort of used her as a scapegoat for everything bad the the judges had to say about that outfit and i just was like that is low it's Mm -hmm. very low so yeah yeah it it is and i just wrote that it was it's interesting how Margarita didn't inject any of herself into the look when that's why the client chose you, you know, exactly. for her own style. And it like you don't get any any hint that she's not agreeing with the look, you and, know, and during I, the course of the challenge. Right. But I think that was genuine. I think there are certain parts right. of this that she really did like. Those white pants are Margarita. Yeah, I'm sure Christina didn't ask for white pants. Margarita put in those white pants. And, you know, if she had something to say, this kind of shows that Margarita in terms of her. uh, In terms of her own um, strength of character and her and her her discipline and her um, belief in herself, like her own. What do you call that? (laughs) Just like she I mean, she doesn't trust herself to, to, to make these decisions or. Um, have the wherewithal to push back on your client and just know that, hey, this is for the both of us. Like, I want us to both move on. And you've seen this show before. You've seen how clients have run over the designers. And at the end, it doesn't matter. You are the one up there. They're not going to eliminate Christina. They're going to eliminate you. Right. So why would you want to blame her for everything? Like, just, just, just take just be, just have some self-respect. Come on. Where's the integrity? Mm-hmm. Just, just, just some integrity. This has been a, uh, as this is a fun episode, but like there's been a lot of like letdowns in character here. Yeah. So, oh man. Okay. Um. Anyone else during this critique or judge session? Um... No, I think that's it. Okay. Um, oh, actually, I wanted to point out Samantha. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Samantha. This this one is, um, this was rough. This is a rough critique. And I wrote down a lot of notes, actually. And I'm seeing, I had, I think I had like two small paragraphs. <laughs> I oh, didn't wow. realize was all for Samantha. Because yeah. the next paragraph I wrote was about Nina, who's telling Samantha again for a second week in a row, because Samantha was in the bottom last week. And she's like, well, OK, Samantha, I'm going to tell you the same. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you last week. Did you make the outfit that you're wearing? And Samantha's like, yes, I did. And she's like, you are wearing the showstopper. You are wearing the fashionable piece. And it was at that moment when so, you know, they ask her, of course, like, what's your thing? What's going on? And. And we have, um, oh my gosh, I didn't even mention that we have Marquesa back, Georgina Chapman. Oh, right. I totally forgot. So included in that singer, Kelly, I don't know. We have Marquesa. So Georgina, Bellarini, (laughs) 
Kelsey. So Georgina Georgina Chapman from um uh who is 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 a co-designer or co-owner of Marquesa and also um a main judge for Project Runway All Stars and also one of my favorite judges. Like I really love her insight on this mm-hmm. episode. She calls out Samantha's alpha for being slightly costumey and mm-hmm. that it's not fresh or modern and that it needed a bigger voice. And this propelled Samantha to pump up her resume and to to inject her Lolita fashion history and how she's basically a groundbreaking Lolita designer um, in the United States. And and Zach comes out with his Lolita fashion references, which I thought I was just like, oh, oh, my God, this whole time, Zach, you knew about this. And of course he did. I know. I know. And he's of just course, like, of course, of course, Zach me. would know. He's like, oh, the cupcake skirt and the battle vest. He's pu- pulling out all the words. So he yeah. he's familiar with this aesthetic and with this tradition. And he's just like, no, but the thing is, we get it. But we want the runway version of this because I've seen this before. It's I've seen it. And then Nina brings up the comment of like, we want to see what you're wearing, but we don't. But this with the gold, she's wearing this gold dress with this leather this brown leather harness and she's like there's some there's something there to what you're doing and we want to see that translated and after that I was just like you know what they're right it's an every she's making she made an everyday Lolita dress for Jasmine it's not for it it's not fresh it's referential and derivative it's not something Mm -hmm. that is a take or twist it's literal like it's like layer for layer it is a it is a traditional Lolita dress that is exactly what she made and I just felt so bad for Samantha because she's like, God damn it. Like I did it again. Yeah. And I think, I think after that, like I hoped I, and I want to see what she's making now that I feel like this is a really good interaction. Like this is a really good confrontation on the runway in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, no, yeah, it was a, it was a hard one. I also thought it was interesting that we had Claire and Sean next to each other, Claire on the bottom and Sean in the top. Yes. Where, I, I wrote a note of that. Yeah. Too. And I wonder what it's like to be the twin on the bottom, knowing that you made half of the outfit that's on the top, which you don't really hear much about that now, but I feel like we will in challenges to come. Yeah, it's coming. It is. It's coming. And so I will refer to our close-up ver- close um, session where the judges get to um, see the the outfits up close with just the models and without the, the designers and um, who Nayland, our, our past guest, I've named it after his reference to why he hates the session. It's the judges' paw session where they get to paw mm. at the designers and like feel the clothes and raise up some things and just kind of be a little inappropriate. Um, but I bring up this session. We don't usually go into that deeply because Tim throws Sean under the bus. <laughs> yep. So Tim actually is the one who, who uh, sort of defends Claire's uh, lack of finish and short shorts on her outfit on the fact that Claire spent a lot of her time making her sister's pants and uh yeah so this is the beginning i think this is the beginning of the end mm-hmm. i hope i hope i'm i i hate that i'm hoping for their demise but i'm hoping for their well demise. we could all only hope yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not the ones who are you know 
making replicas of what we've already made and Dude, counting it as I'm, new. I'm and... gonna try to forget that for Just so that I can sleep. <laughs> so, all right. So let's. Ugh. We, I feel like, because I feel like we will see more of that. I think I have a feeling that everything that they've made is derivative of what they've already done, and also just a copy of what's already in the world. And they're not necessarily designers. All right, that's all I have to say. <laughs> okay, so Samelia, so yes. let's start out with some good news. And who is the winner? Kintaro. Yay! He wins. It's so great. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so who's out? Samantha. Yeah. Man. This was oh, sad. This was such a heartfelt. It's really sad. Like, I don't know that I felt this sad for any of the contestants yet that have gone home. You know, I was thinking that a sort of equivalent was when Alex got eliminated last season oh yeah i mean it's it's a different situation where alex sort of took himself out of the competition yeah. because he took the blame for um he was a leader of a group that lost and he's like don't everyone else worked so hard and it was like the height of integrity yeah i know the height yeah i agree and i think and in just yeah <laughs> no go ahead i think i think a lot of the reason why it was so heartfelt was because just Samantha was such a positive um, mm. personality yeah. from challenge to challenge and just her interactions with everyone. I don't know that she had any qualms with any of the designers that no. we could see. No. So it's it's a little sad. Yeah. I mean, and there are a lot of nice designers here, but I, th- I do think there's something about Samantha that she's just a very special person. She was um, such a joiner. Like yes. you could tell she really cared about people being to get, you know, being unified mm-hmm. and trying to find a common ground. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone who and part of her story is um you know, looking for community and I think she's mm-hmm. found community in um and now um and then a part of that is her her design and her fashion aesthetic and then being on project runway with these people, you know, I think I agree. I agree. That's why I say that she's better than all of us. She's like, yeah, she's a really great person. So it's the saddest goodbye ever so far on the show, but I'm also glad that she's leaving on a high note. I feel like the high note is this really tough critique on the runway. And the fact that this whole episode, I think the, the letdown is that she got kicked off for uh, an outfit that she, was proud of but I think that's also a part of it that she was very proud of it um she felt good for most of the process and there was nothing wrong with what she made and that's what Tim says he's like there weren't bad designs it's just that this is a really tough crowd and it's just a you know a matter of of its subjectivity you know mm-hmm. so I really wanted Tim to pull out his save for this one, though. I know. Ooh, I was hoping I was so for it. I was like, please. Uh, please. She's so great. She I'm just really learned curious, so much. Like, please. When that's going to happen. See. Wait, say it again? Yeah. I'm curious when he will use his save. Mm. Yeah, me too. I just thought she learned so much. I was like, oh, I want to see her grow and make another thing next week. <laughs> and, and do it. Just, like, put it out there. Make a, yeah. I don't know, make a silver dress. I don't know. So, all right. So, um, that is the end of the show. And I mean, that's the end of this episode. So 
it, it's a it's it's a bittersweet moment. And uh, I always have to say another bittersweet moment is that we have to update the brackets. So Samantha is a part of Nalen Blake's bracket and uh, he loses uh. one. He's down Samantha. And Samantha yeah. was he did say was um, a choice of the heart and not the head. But I feel like it was a really good uh, heartfelt choice. And we were sad to see her go. Yeah. So, all right. Okay, Samelia, before we yes. leave, do you have any announcements and where can people find you in social mediums? Um, I will announce that I have started sewing classes on the weekend. So if you are in Memphis, you can take advantage of um, sewing with moi. It's really fun. We're each class we're doing um, a project start to finish and it's a beginner class. So you can come in with zero knowledge or some knowledge or just whatever the knowledge you have. I have machines or you can bring your own. So it's a really fun group. Um, We have a good time and you can find more information about that and all of the other things that I'm doing on my website. That's www.textileshop.com. Dot com and textile is T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E or on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at textileshop.com. Yay. And uh, a quick shout out to, to Nalen Blake, um, who was our lovely guest last week. Um, he is uh, opening, he's a part of a group show that's opening actually as we speak at the New Museum in New York. So I'll also put a link in our description page uh, for that. And the link is, um, it exists in last week's show as well, where he was a guest host. So congratulations to Nayland. And um, also, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And also on my website, ErnezDavis.com. And uh, I will be announcing some things coming up. I keep saying that there's something happening, but it's it's just way too far in advance <laughs> to share it yet. <laughs> but when we get a little bit closer to it, then I'll um, post some links in there. So I am doing stuff. And I'll, once, once that's up, then I will share it with y'all. All right. Yay. Um, so again, thanks so much for listening. Um, we really just enjoy the show and are glad that, um, we hope that you guys are watching. Come on, my friends who only watch, who don't watch and just listen to the show, please watch the show. It's so great. Um, (laughs) so hopefully as we talk about it, the way we, with our passion, just, you can just feel it and you're just going to be compelled to actually watch the actual show. And then for those of you who are watching the show, um, we're we're glad that you're here with us to sort of like recap and and enjoy it over again with us and again of course you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to like us on facebook so you can get updates for when we drop our episodes and um our cheat sheets and um yeah and then until next week uh we'll say bye Bye. Bye.